Hey guys, it's Michelle, Leah, and Brandy. So we're back together, but we are wearing masks. Don't worry, we're being safe. We don't have the fancy mask, but we got something. Brandy's got bandana. <laughs> I'm, I'm it talks. works. Yeah, it works. I'm talking too much. This is creepy. Nope. <laughs> That's not even our name. Michelle forgot our name. This well. is spooky shit in Tales from the Beyond. Brandy, take it away. Yeah. All right, so on this episode, we're going to talk about cemeteries, right? Yes, and, like, sir. similar shit. Like, no. Wait, burial grounds. Agree to that? <laughs> Bury, that's what I meant, though. Burial grounds. I just, I don't know where. Cemeteries, oh, it's good. That's yeah, nice. cemeteries and burial grounds. Tombs and dead and people. And what is oh, catacombs? don't spoil it. Oh, shit. Bring me spoil. Oh, my God, you guys. Catacombs. <laughs> catacombs. For the record, I think all cemeteries are creepy, spooky, and haunted. Yes, Just sir. wanted to say that. Okay. Before I start. Leah, your cause... turn. <laughs> <laughs> I was too scared to report on this. That was, that was Brandy's story. Good job, Brandy. Anyways. <laughs> Just one sentence. Yeah. So I'm going to talk about a cemetery in our lovely... County of San Diego, California. Ooh. It's not like you're gonna say country. I was like, I, wow, I, in the whole country. I, uh, <laughs> I, it's because I spelled it wrong, and then I realized as I was reading, you wrote country. I wrote country instead of county. Our country of San Diego. <laughs> um, so I'm gonna talk about El Campo Santo Cemetery, Ooh. which is translates to the Sacred Ground Cemetery. Um, it is located. In the Old Town San Diego Historic Park. I was oh. going to say, if it's haunted in San Diego, it's got to be an old town. Yeah. <laughs> it is actually one of the oldest pi- pirate... <laughs> Pirates sleep here in their tombs. No. It is actually one of the oldest... I almost said it again. Cambridia private oh. cemeteries in Southern California. Hmm. So we can't even go to it? No, you can't. Oh, I don't know, private means. <laughs> no, it's because, like, it started off as, like, a, like just for family. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Back in the day. You had to know someone to be buried there. Pretty much. You had to know of. the right people. So, mm-hmm. it contains the remains of pioneering workman temple family, as well as Pio Pico, who was the last governor of Alta, California. Pio Pico. I was going to say, is that the last governor of Alta, California? Yeah. <laughs> How'd you know that? You didn't know that? You're joking. <laughs> you guys stupid. just don't know all the governors of... I already forgot the city's name. <laughs> Palo Alto. No, it no, was Alta. It wasn't Palo Alto. Sorry. Anyways. <laughs> El Campo Santo Cemetery began its story in 1849. There are 477 bodies buried here, and unfortunately, not all of them retain their tomb. <gasps> what does that mean? <gasps> Take a look. At the sidewalk in the street, directly outside the grave markers. Yep, you guessed it. They're in their graves are literally in the street. What? Oh, pe- so I also feel like pictures should have been played. You're like, take a look, and I was like, where? Where are we looking? <laughs> <laughs> well, they pretty much. We'll get there. Oh, okay, okay. No so, spoils. That that that. That that that. To be continued. <laughs> During the falling of the old town period, the cemetery was abandoned and its brick chapel was destroyed by a fire. Just two years after the last body was buried there, a streetcar line was literally built through 
the graveyard. Oh. And it was later turned into a, like an actual main street. Yeah, but it's That's haunted. Weird, right? You don't just build on top of a Who cemetery, does that? right? So if <laughs> at it, least move the bodies first, I know. give them a new they cemetery. They didn't do nothing. Dang, at they least just, the pet cemetery last week moved them. <laughs> Ours was just nope. Nope. Fuck them. And if it wasn't for P. Temple, a grandson of the workmen's, the cemetery probably would have probably been desecrated even more. Yeah. He was like, knock this shit off. Yeah, he actually like <laughs> went to court and like filed lawsuits so oh they would gosh. stop. Oh my gosh. And then in eighteen no in nineteen seventeen. Oh like, wow, this is a long time ago. <laughs> it was though. <laughs> Oh, yeah. In 1917, <laughs> he was able to purchase the cemetery and some some of the land surrounding it, mm-hmm. and he began like restoration. So oh. he like built a chapel again and just like he dug up and reburied all no, the bodies. No, not that. <laughs> he didn't do that. So now we shall get to the spookiness. <gasps> I love spookiness. Residents and business o- owners in the surrounding areas have reported witnessing disturbing poltergeist events. So they would um, have inexplicable electrical outages, okay. um, lights going on and off, appliances going on and off, Standard. alarm systems like to like stores. Mm-hmm. That's scary. Car alarms going off when like you know car alarms usually. Yeah, these guys are big on alarms, aren't they? <laughs> <laughs> They're just like fucking with people. Yeah. But yeah, like you know how usually cars car alarms go off like if you like big hit the car or like drive yeah. really fast next right, to it. Yeah. But, like, it would go off and there was, like, nobody around. Mm. That's scary. That's I'm just watching at night being around any of this. So right? Like, nope. And also people who have, like, parked on that street say they get really spooked because they're not able to, like, turn on their car. <gasps> oh. It just won't turn oh. on. They have to, like, There's call some, somebody to get jumped. Some invisible guys to get jumped. <laughs> to get jumped. Go fuck them up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's, I mean, I'd be scared, like, too. Hey, like, come over here and beat my ass. <laughs> To get a jump is what Bernie meant. That's what, yes. I didn't even notice at first until you, like, joked about it, and I was like, oh. Oh, Because I realized. So the most widely seen apparitions in El Campo Santo Cemetery are Indian or Hispanic, are an Indian or Hispanic (laughs) man in the 19th century clothing floating above the ground. Oh. Is he cute? I don't know. Do we know more about him? You didn't. No, they don't say anything. They also say, like, people also see a woman, like, wearing the same, like, era okay, clothing. Mm-hmm. But, like, they don't Stop. say anything else. Oh well, it's just, <laughs> they might not know the history. It just might be a spirit that they see. Maybe. There's not always a backstory. Sometimes people just see things and you can't learn more about it. So, I think the most telling indication that El Campo Santo Cemetery is haunted is the fact that um, people have seen the ghost of Yankee Jim Robertson. Robinson. What a name. Who? Uh, <laughs> what is his name? Yankee? Or are you calling him a Yankee? It's probably a nickname. No, I mean, I have no idea who oh, he okay. is. But his they... birth name? Yankee Jim. <laughs> Yankee Jim Robinson. But Robinson? they made him sound like like a really famous person or something. It sounds like it would be. I feel like, like he... I wonder if they meant like he's an actual like Yankees player or like a... Or he's from East... The East Coast. <laughs> I feel like that person stayed in the first episode in my hotel. But I think that's on my list. Well, Sounds like some shit that'd be on my list. He was hung on the property of the Whaley Never House. Never mind. A haunted house. <gasps> that's how I've heard him. Because yeah. I've heard about the Whaley House before. Oh. Yeah. Oh. That's he was hung? It's, yeah. Oh. We should go to but that. But I guess he was hung there before like the house was uh, constructed. 
Yeah. But that's another, that's a, like, on Wait, that's in North County, though. I wonder how he, did he hitchhike over? I thought the Whaley House was is in it? Old Town. No, yeah. It's close oh. to Old Town. The Whaley House is in Old Town, so it's a cemetery. Yeah. Restart this so I can delete my stupid <laughs> shit. You should know that, Michelle. Come I'm going to Google this after, because I thought it was in Carlsbad or some shit. No. You're um, wrong. Well. Anyway, Brandy, excuse me. Well. So, just, you know, people claim to see apparitions glide above the graves and then disappear as they, like, the people, like, they approach. Mm -hmm. Like, the closer they get, they just disappear. That sounds like just classic, what you would imagine. Right? All all of these are classic. (laughs) They are. Like, people say they feel freezing cold spots, like, throughout. Um, float, wait, you love this, oh. floating orbs. Of course. Remember there last are. episode? In a cemetery. <laughs> Always. There's a blue orb with Shadow a man's face in it. Folding. <laughs> Yankee Jim's face <laughs> in the orb. <laughs> Flashes of light and shadowy figures have also been reported. Gross. But yeah, I personally think that it's haunted and there aren't, they're like, fuck you about be- <laughs> their graves being desecrated and now they're just haunting everybody that's like around. And Is they're fucking up all their electronics. So, yeah. <laughs> this place was private and could we visit it now if we wanted to? That was the first question I asked. That's not what private means. No, I mean, oh, it but- was, I mean. It <laughs> no, was but I'm like- saying can we visit it now though? I'm pretty sure, yeah. I don't think yeah. we're ever not allowed to visit. I think private and public is just who can be buried there. Yeah, like it started off private like it was just family just the workmen's and the okay temples. another question Leah just really embarrassed another herself. question okay i meant can i be buried there no probably not no it's private i think you guys just said it's not private anymore no it's but i mean it's not private for your life all right whatever <laughs> dead whatever you can allowed. visit but yes. you can't be buried all right there. all right i'll bury myself somewhere else yeah, just <laughs> dig a hole. I guess dig a hole once you get really old and just wait to fall over and crawl into it. up in it. <laughs> crawl up in it. Yeah, like the guy in his little uh, cylinder. The other story. <laughs> That's a reference back to mysterious deaths. Hello, everyone. Bonjour. We oui, eat. Oui. Today, I'll be talking about <laughs> the Catacombe de Paris. Don't worry. That's oh. the only. Don't worry. That's the only time you'll have to endure me trying to speak French. Um, before I begin, I just wanted to mention that I'll be including both the metric system and the U.S. conversions for certain facts I'll be sharing in this uh, section. I don't know why the fucking U.S. doesn't want to switch over to metric. It just makes it so much more difficult for research, but right, y'all, know how, y'all know how America would be. Wait, if they're under metric, what do we have? I just put U.S. conversions. I think it... I like, what's the actual word? Does anyone know? U.S. conversions, probably yeah. some basic <laughs> shit. I'm not sure. Stupid ass shit. Some stupid. Hectic. It's funny how, like, they don't want to switch to metric, but they want everybody else to speak English. Yep. Yep. (laughs) It'd be like that, Brandy. It really do. All right, so let's get started. To understand how the Paris catacombs came to be, we have to take a few steps back and dig into the history of Paris. Starting in the 5th century, the largest known cemetery in Paris came to be. Wait, 5th? The 5th century. In the year 400. 400, yes. Damn. Um, the Holy Innocent Cemetery was already filled to overflowing by the time Les Halles? Les Halles? I thought you were done speaking I'm French, sorry. liar. <laughs> well, that's the name of this building. Um, sorry, that's the name of this marketplace. A central Parisian marketplace was built neighboring it. Fast forward to the late 1700s and many more burials later due to a high rate of death. By disease or famine, the Holy Innocent Cemetery had only inflated. Literally. The central burial grounds had become two meters or 6.6 feet high 
mound of earth. Literally just like stacks of fucking mud. Of bodies inside? Yep. Fucking buried on top of one another. 6.6 feet high. That's how I want to go. Jeez. (laughs) Terrible, huh? So by this time, obviously a horrible sin had developed in the area surrounding the cemetery. And the body count below this plot of land peaked at 2 million corpses. Huh? Holy shit. Yes. In total, with the other Parisian cemeteries, which two were overfilled, six million bodies were buried in Paris at the time. So is this before cremation? It's a Catholic belief that cremation kind of like desecrates things. Like you want to be buried. I was going to say, or it's religious. It's re- it has to do with religion too, that they're not cremated. The French government's first solution was to dig up the bodies and bury the bones within the walls of the cemetery, which oh, they did. Oh, God. <laughs> but if you could imagine six million bodies... And a growing body count. Obviously, people begin to die. That's just how life works. They ran out of space soon after this project began. Residents nearby became the first of many to complain about the awful smell of decomposing bodies. In 1780, a basement wall on a property adjoining the cemetery collapsed under the weight of the mass grave behind it. (gasps) And with that, a flood of bodies literally spewed out of the walls into these people's basement. Oh, my God. Yeah. Uh, I know, poor people. The worsening unsanitary and unpleasant living conditions adjacent to the Parisian cemetery had become unbearable. And by 1786, it was decided that all cemeteries would be emptied out for public safety. Which is actually, it's weird that after this incident, the messy incident where people's basement got flooded, you would have thought they would have done something by then. But it was six years later that they're like, okay, we need to empty this shit out. Luckily, and I emphasize luckily, there happened to be already built 200 miles of lime, limestone mines already constructed beneath the city, which dated back to the 12th century. Well, isn't that convenient? Isn't that convenient? Most of the stone that had been mined was used to build the city itself. Thus, the former limestone mines of Paris became an ostuary, which is like a, a building where you keep bones and corpses, referred to as the catacombs. The remains of the deceased Parisians began to be dug up and moved into the catacombs all through the night as to not freak out the general public by doing it in day. So they would literally work until the sun came up. Ew. Obviously, people would still see that so, they were moving bodies. So nobody had marked graves, I'm assuming? They just dumped them all in the They case. literally dumped them in. Jeez. Um, we'll get yeah. to that, though. They ended up kind of reorganizing it later, but... At the time, they just dumped them in wherever they could fit them. Six, six million bodies. Oh yeah. My gosh. Damn, girl. So a priest would accompany each wagon load of corpses into the ossuary and perform the Catholic prayer, Office of the Dead, to ensure that the remains stayed in peace. That's just a Catholic prayer um, that you say over somebody after they pass away. And literally every single night, they were bringing wagonfuls of corpses, like not just like nicely stacked, like however they can get it to get the job done. Gross. So two years later of nightly work, most of Paris's cemeteries had been emptied out. In 1810, under the order of Napoleon, the catacombs would be remodeled into something that people would want to visit. <laughs> Thus, the catacomb tours were born. Quarrymen employed began a renovation process that would transform it from the unorganized boneyard into the eerily beautiful mausoleum it is today. And just like Michelle asked, yes, it was literally just a boneyard. Shit was just thrown in there. There was just... Huge stacks of bones everywhere. Most notably, inside the catacombs today is the wall of skulls and femurs decorating 
large portions of the tunnels. I think I've seen pictures of that before. <laughs> yes, they're, it's actually very, like, eerily pretty. I don't know. Nicely done, nicely done. We is crazy. Okay, mm-hmm. whatever, Michelle. We we literally have a scary podcast. Like, what you do you expect? We all got a freak. I mean... Bone daddy. I'm bone daddy, what can I say? The entrance into the catacombs <laughs> translates to... And this is all in French, by the way. I thought you I didn't write it down. French. No, I didn't write it down because I didn't. I didn't want to try. It translates to the gates of hell. And as you <laughs> enter, a stone overhead reads, "Stop! This is Death's Empire." What the fuck? And obviously, it's all in French. Like I said, I just didn't even want to try. I didn't they? They looked way too complicated for me. We'll post pictures of the ominous sign in the catacombs itself on our Instagram. So Tell sure, somebody on podcast. So make sure to follow. And. <laughs> <laughs> no, there's more. Hmm, so, if you guys are interested in visiting the Paris Catacombs, tickets are actually only 14 euros slash $15 and free if you're under 18. I could be 16 for a free tour. Can I mention something something very strange <laughs> I noticed since coronavirus started? Yes. This is the first time in years that the euro has been less, uh, or it's been cheaper than the dollar. Like, in years. Okay. Um. Also, I thought it, I thought it was kind of interesting how if you're under 18... You get to enter for free, so I just imagine like teachers bringing a class full of like eight year olds in to see the catacombs. She's like, "Hey, this is like a million dead bodies." I feel um, like you would do that with like high schoolers, not eight year olds. I know, no, I'm just no, imagining the kindergartners, <laughs> preschoolers. Yeah. Kids can get it for free, so you can bring any kid of any age. Dad would take us to some weird ass movies when we were little, so That's true. I'm some sure there's people shit. taking their kids there. You're right. But be aware that in the tour, you'll only discover. A mere 1.5 kilometers slash one mile of the 300 kilometers slash 186 mile ossuary. What? The tiniest, tiniest portion. You won't be able to see the larger portion, obviously. I, see all I mean, million bodies. Three million? Six, Six million. million. Six million bodies. Get it right, Michelle. What I said. <laughs> <laughs> the unofficial and illegal larger portion of the catacombs is where the true mysteries lie. Urban explorers, also Wait. called cataphiles, and those are people, they're called that because they, yeah, I know, because they explore the catacombs, they have a name cataphiles, don't laugh. So these are mostly locals, but sometimes tourists will try their hand at exploring the vast tunnel system below in hopes of discovering something never seen before. Wait, I want to bet that someone's died while trying to do this before. Yeah, there's yep. a movie. Oh. We'll get there. <laughs> Why, let me have this brand new Wow, Michelle, who would have thought? To say that this off-charted exploration is not for the half-hearted is an understatement. Descending into the catacombs itself is a risk, often involving squeezing and crawling between tight spaces of rocks just to get inside. And once get once inside, getting out can be even tougher. So just imagine you have to squeeze. Imagine crawling through a tiny hole to get in, and then having to remember where that tiny hole was to get out later on. The catacombs can be disorienting. All sense of time and space become lost in the never-ending tunnels. 200 miles of them. There is no sound besides your breath and the empty echoing that flows along. And I also heard somewhere that there's like this wind that occurs in the catacombs, but I couldn't really find a video on it. But just like this constant wind. I don't really know if that's true or not. I just read about it a little. The temperature remains at a constant 14 degrees Celsius or 57 degrees Fahrenheit. The only source of light is the one you bring with. So pray to your lucky stars that the battery isn't faulty. Hell no. One wrong move and the overhead cave could collapse on you, which has happened. <gasps> Given the daunting conditions of the catacombs, there is a chance that something could very well go wrong. All it takes is one wrong turn to lose your orientation and suddenly it feels as though you've been swallowed into the earth 
lost with no hope to be found. What movie is this called? Dun, dun, dun. Movie? What's the movie called? I'll get there. Oh, I want to watch it. I'll get there. <laughs> okay. So, with the tunnels being nearly 200 miles long, there have obviously been a handful of explorers who have gone lost. Some were lucky enough to find their escape, others were not. In 1793, Philibert Aspert, doorkeeper of the Val de Grace Hospital, entered the catacombs with only a single candle to accompany him. That seems like a great idea. It seems very ballsy to me. Anyway, Mr. a candle. Aspert. Yes. Uh, it is rumored he had only planned a quick trip to find alcohol that was supposedly hidden within the tunnels by monks. That's a rumor, by the way, so we don't we can't verify how true it was. Um, they just hang on the catacombs like, hey, wanna get fucking litty? No, I'm saying it, it, supposedly the monks had hid alcohol because they didn't oh, want they, were they didn't chilling. want the people to find it. No, they were down there at all times waiting for someone no. to find it to drink. Um, unfortunately, uh, Philibert would never resurface, and it wasn't until 11 years later when his bones were discovered and identified by the hospital keys hanging on his belt. Fuck. 11 Damn. years later. Holy shit. And mind you, there was probably a bunch of people. Like, going into the caves and exploring by then, so maybe he was, like, deep within the cave. Imagine it just always smells like shit, so. Yeah, like, fucking bodies. And heartbreakingly enough, he was found only a few feet from an exit below Boulevard St. Michael. A few feet. How did he not see it, or did he just, His candle burned out. Once once your light burns out in there, you're done for. That's the saddest Isn't that sad? Yeah. So, they built a stone grave marker honoring him in the spot his remains were found, and cataphiles will often light a candle in his memory if they pass by his tomb. In 2017, two teenage boys, hoping for a fun adventure, found themselves lost within the disorienting catacombs. Oh no. And I think they were 15 and 16, so. <gasps> little babies almost. It's, yeah, it's that age where you kind of just want to go explore, I get it. Do super shit. They, yeah. however, were lucky enough to be found three days later, all thanks to rescue crews and sniffer dogs. Oh, thank and they, God. They obviously had told people they were going to the catacombs or else who would have known to look for them there. Fuck. When found, the boys were both dehydrated and suffering from slight hypothermia because if they're exposed to like 50, what I said, 56 degree temperature for three days without blankets, obviously you're going to get a bit of a cold, right? Yeah. I can only imagine what was going through their minds during those three days. They probably had given up all hope of ever being found and probably had convinced themselves they were going to die in the catacombs. Three days. That's really sad for... Why would you take that such a dark route for little 15-year-olds to be thinking? <laughs> I, mean, no, I mean, after like a few hours of not knowing, yeah. would, I feel like... And also... After like an hour, I'd be like, I'm going to die here. Exactly. That's why <laughs> no, I'm so like three days, definitely. Shit. Also, think about it too. We're, we're like pretty much on house arrest now. And days have been going by so slow. Imagine being in a dark pitch black tunnel with only one light. How long the days must have felt. That's sad. Yeah. But very, very luckily for them, they were found. Yeah. Um, the most mysterious and frightening footage, which I'll show you, of the already creepiest hell catacombs was shot in the 1990s by an unidentified man. His camera was supposedly found years later by a group of cataphiles. In the footage, we can see that the camera is the main's only light source. As he moves through, through the tunnel, he becomes increasingly disoriented. It's obvious by his movements and heavy breathing that the man has become lost with no clue of how he will find his way out of the darkness. He begins to run, then abruptly he drops his camera in a puddle and is seen frantically 
running into the complete darkness away from his only light source, uh, never to be seen again. You guys want to see the footage? I hope that he got out and felt really embarrassed about all this. He's like, ooh, he I probably, was exaggerating. He probably didn't get out. He probably didn't get out. I'm trying to be lighthearted here. Here. This is only a portion of it. His arrows point in the direction. Occasionally, also, he stops to photograph moonfall. Oh, and they don't have to show him the No, moon. they're... Which means that he... Is somebody, like, okay. describing what's happening? In the original video that I played, or that I was watching earlier, you can hear him, like, heavy breathing and shit. I don't think yeah. I need to hear that, so it's okay. What the fuck? Isn't that creepy looking? Is that just, like, a skeleton? Probably. Yeah. Dude, that's crazy. It's very scary. That's so scary, and you probably just imagine you okay. can hear people. He's running. And, fuck. It's just so dark. Another fact about that video is that uh, he started running because he started hearing, like, growling. Like, That's what I was just saying. You probably start feeling like you're mm -hmm. hearing mm -hmm. shit. Or well, you can, you can or hear you, in the video. Well, or you actually do. That's worse. Yeah, I was saying, <laughs> or maybe you'd actually hear shit. So that's why he dropped the camera and ran. Oh, don't drop really the camera, sad. though. Maybe he wanted to get the light off of him, so then whatever was following him couldn't find him. But he dropped it. And then he goes running off in the distance with no light. It'd be more scary if you saw something pop up. I, I was gonna say, die. if something grabbed the camera. Imagine. Yeah. How Ooh. long does it keep playing after before it dies? Well, it, online you can only really see the cut versions. Yeah. But, That's yes, that is the footage. It's even labeled Z. What does that mean? Huh? It says Z with an arrow in it. Where? Yeah, it in the video. In the video. Let's go back. Where? Maybe he thought he was near the end, because look. Oh, Z. Z. Wait, does it go in like fucking alphabetical well, order? Well, no. In the in the catacombs, there's a lot of markings on the wall, and then catafiles will mark mark certain points of. So they might not even mean anything. They might not mean anything, but also they'll mark points where there's exits and stuff. So he could have thought there was an exit. Yeah, or some fucking demon could have been chasing him. You know, whatever. That's scary. Yes. It is debated whether the whole thing was a hoax or not, but regardless, it opens a whole slew of questions: whether the catacombs are haunted. What lies below the surface? Um, what did the man see that scared him so badly to run away from his only light source? The footage is believed to be what inspired the movie, As Above, So Below, a documentary oh. style film about the horrors that lie below the surface of Paris in the catacombs and deeper into the literal gates of hell, Dante's Inferno. And Michelle, that's the movie I was saying. It's you like, should tell me I should watch that, right? Or you said it was really scary. It's scary, but it's really good. So if you guys are looking for something to do during this quarantine time, I would really recommend watching As Above, So Below if you guys want to be a little freaked out. Um, I'll watch it tomorrow when it's, it's on Netflix. Outside. It's on Netflix, so... Brandy checked. Hell yeah. I'll watch it tomorrow during the day without Robert because he doesn't like scary movies. Oh, it's, it's a good movie. Okay. Anyway, so there is a legend that says that you're inside the ossuary after midnight, the walls begin to speak to you, and they'll try to persuade you to venture deeper and deeper into the catacombs until you can't find your way out. Ugh. Also, the parish doorkeeper, Philibert Asper, who I mentioned above is rumored to haunt the catacombs every November 3rd, his death anniversary. Death anniversary. <laughs> Sorry, I don't know. It I don't like a friend anniversary. I don't know. I don't know how else to phrase it. The anniversary um, of death. However, yes, I suppose that's right. <laughs> that's very easy. I was in a time crunch writing stuff. Um, however, I couldn't find any like s specific stories about him haunting somebody. So who knows mm -hmm. how true that one is? The most bizarre finding is that of a secret hideout found deep within the catacombs. Oh. According to an article done at thetourguide.com. 
In 2004, a group of police officers were exploring a part of the Paris catacombs restricted from public access. They began to uncover very strange things. First, they found a PA system with pre-recorded guard dog barking noises What the fuck? Then, they found 3,000 square feet of galleries wired for phones using pirate electricity. The officers found a bar, living area, workshop, lounge, and even a cinema with roof... Oh. And even a cinema with room to seat 20 people. The cinema... monks with all their alcohol. Right? (laughs) The cinema seats had been carved into the stones of the catacombs. I was gonna say, like, plush Yes. No, just stone seats. The creepiest part was, they saw cameras on ceilings recording them. (gasps) Yeah. Someone's like, get out of my house. I know, I'm just imagining, like, they look up and they see, like, the little red dot, like, blinking. The police squad went back to the area a few days later with a larger team to further investigate... Everything they discovered from the phone lines to the cinema had vanished. The only thing they found? A note that read, don't search, in French. The fuck? Yeah. It said, like, don't search for them. Don't try to find us. Is there any pictures of this, or is this a legend? Oh, it's true. Someone just made their own little home. Well, I feel like there's a lot of underground societies that probably live in the catacombs. You think there's a lot? Not a lot, but there's probably a decent amount of people that probably live there, to be honest. I'm sure, like, homeless people... Not even that. And there's probably like a cold meetings there. Like some creepy shit. That's weird. They're called the rats, the people that live in the tunnels. Jesus <laughs> <laughs> just told me. <laughs> That's my source. Well, there's a lot of different things too. There are people that will go exploring. They'll find like breweries and like what? people like, what? not like, don't, don't imagine. Here, I'll show you. I imagine like next level hipsters who are like, yeah, yeah you just have to go to the catacombs, turn three left. Okay, I can't fucking find on here because that brewery took all the searches. But don't imagine any, it's not like anything you've ever like seen. Oh, also side note, um, there'll be a lot of underground raves that are thrown in the catacombs. Oh, so. of course. Yeah, I found that interesting. <laughs> Just a lot of like, you know, partying stuff like that. I'm but also, I, I would go imagine to one whenever you're a foreign exchange student. Michelle, I wouldn't go to a catacomb party because she couldn't afford to go to Paris. Otherwise, she would have been there. Yes, exactly, <laughs> Michelle. Um, and if you guys are interested in learning more about the Paris Catacombs, there is a really interesting subreddit page slash Paris Catacombs that a lot of people tell like their personal accounts of when they would go explore the caves and there's actual like footage and pictures that it's kind of hard to find on Google. So yeah, that is my information on the catacombs. Creepy. I'm going to watch that movie. I couldn't find on Reddit or just elsewhere TripAdvisor, I couldn't find as many like haunted stories as I wanted like people seeing ghosts mm-hmm. it's so weird like all these places they talk about how haunted they are when it comes down to it where are the stories at you know it's low-key gonna be my next one right. I didn't start researching till this morning honestly so I had to <laughs> stick with it stick with it bro I started at like nine and I was Dude, like I started mine today to reward myself with runescape mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I actually did mine yesterday <laughs> Maybe I kind of had to it's weird how me and Leah aren't working, but for me at least, I'm so unmotivated to do Dude, anything. Dude, <laughs> I didn't even want to do That's it to me. Because everything's just weird. Like, routines are gone. It's fucking weird. Yeah. I don't I like it. I just want to do whatever I want. No, even doing whatever I want is boring. Like, I just get <laughs> bored, and I just, like, sit there, and I bother Robert, and he doesn't want to hang out with me. And he's like, play a video game, and I'm like, I'm tired of video games. Okay. <laughs> get a new Bro, I want let, me, let me have your computer so I can play Sims 3. No. Damn it. Okay, so, my story. Excuse my very American pronunciations of everything. It's about 
<laughs> La Ricoletta Cemetery? Question mark? Brandy. Question mark? Ricoletta. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, I'll have you pop in. So, what Brandy said. This public cemetery is located in Buenos Aires, Argentina. And has... <laughs> yep, yep. Shut up. Fuck Buenos you. Aires. Aires. <laughs> <laughs> hey, this is trying. why I do American you're everything because I don't, trying. I can't do this shit. No, that's not. Michelle's too bad. trying to become more culturally diverse. Mich- yeah, Mich- you weren't here for my Irish episode. <laughs> I was like, bally gally, dude. Bally gally, though. Rat boys. Oh god. That's like whenever you said the rat people that live down there, I was like, that's us. We're recording boys. our podcast. We're like, hey guys, it's the rat boys. <laughs> Live from the Paris catacombs. <gasps> Uh, well, let's just say it was in Argentina, because that one I could... There you go. I'm saying in the white person, but it's fine. There's tons of, like, super notable people buried there, including presidents, actors, musicians, Nobel Prize winners, and even an infant who a lot of people think is the illegitimate granddaughter of Napoleon Bombard... Fucking French dude. (laughs) Yeah. That Napoleon guy, the short one. It's a... (laughs) It's a fancy cemetery for rich people. Mm. (laughs) It's a public cemetery, though, Leah. Don't worry, you could get buried there for enough money. Oh, yeah, I have, like, uh, hundreds of thousands of Uh dollars. So, according to the Wikipedia page... Wait, 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 sorry to interrupt, but isn't it crazy that, like, you can't afford to die? Yeah. Mm -hmm. I just want to get cremated. I'm like, I don't really care what you do. That costs money, too. Yeah, I know that one does, though. Like, why is it so expensive? You know what? Everything's so expensive. As, As the days go by, I understand why the... The story on the mysterious desk, why the guy just crawled into the metal tube and died. <laughs> As the days goes by, I just, I get it. Like, I fucking well, get it. Right. He ran away from death. <laughs> they were still searching for He was him. the homie, though, saving his family a bunch of money. You know, as Respect. we're kind of irrelevant, kind of similar, as we're about to get these random checks for $1,200 and extra money for unemployment, I'm like, wow, money really is just a concept, isn't it? There's like, just like <coughs> this. Yeah. And I'm like, why? They're, okay. like, they're like, I hope this is good enough. And he just tosses a few bills. I just like inhaled some like... I was like, was that fuzz? a real cough or... <laughs> I inhaled some of the little fuzz from my bandana. <laughs> yeah, Brady doesn't have a real mask. It's a bandana. <laughs> yes. That counts. Anything to bring your face. The little fuzz. Like I totally <laughs> tried to swallow <laughs> it and then choked on mm, it. snack. Ew. Mm. All right. Anyway. So, according to the cemetery's Wikipedia, it has 4,691 vaults, and they're all above ground. So, it looks like a little city, Loki. Oh, that's cool. It's actually super cool looking. So, nobody's buried below? No one's buried below. Oh, that's But sick. I keep using the words buried because it, I'm used to it. That's fine. So, as well as that, it's been included on lists for being one of the most beautiful cemeteries in the world, which is a weird list idea. <laughs> and it's included on a different list for being one of the best cemeteries in the world. Okay. Another weird list idea i don't know what the criteria is if you guys are looking to be buried anywhere check Holy out this shit. list of the top nine <laughs> destinations to yep. fatally live in for sure fatally live in that's yeah I, that's what i just said for sure to live forever <laughs> in so i wanted to do a short little history on one of the people buried there because shit's crazy i'm not gonna get too detailed about it because honestly i just wanted to play runescape instead of staying on their wikipedia <laughs> for too long <laughs> And it's just, like, a lot of detail, and I was like, man. Um, So, Eva Perón was the wife of the Argentine president, Juan Perón. She died in 1952 at the age of 33. She had cervical cancer. You can see I'm just glazing over her entire life there. I'm like, she was married and she died. Get to the death, get to the death. So, shortly, (laughs) shortly after her death, she was embalmed, and there were plans to make a huge memorial, like, 
They wanted it bigger than the Statue of Liberty. <gasps> Why does it Liberty? Who is she? Uh, the wife of the president. She's oh, the sorry. first lady. Mm-hmm. Who is she? Uh, people called her like the, the she was like a person of the people. Like I guess rich so people she was fucking well liked. hated her because she like oh. she really like helped out like poor people and Aww. stuff. Aww. But I was reading about her husband and I was scrolling down on his page and there was like little subheadings that were like fascist influences. Oh, good. Like then. being nice to Nazis basically. And I was like, ah, she was his better half. <laughs> also, question: What it was is after she died? Though. What is embalming again? I forgot. They basically like they inject something in like your bloodstream, oh. so it kind of keeps your body preserved. Yeah, it kind of like s- slows s- down the decaying. It kind of makes it solid. Yeah. Solidifies oh. Your body yeah. Yikes! It's weird because yeah, in her memorial, they were gonna display her body for the public at the base of it. Because it's involved, so you could do that, I guess. Oh. That's crazy. Yeah. For almost two years, while this was under construction, her body was on display at her former office. Whoa. What the fuck? If you're embalmed, might as well ball out. How how I well does embalming, like, stop the decomposing process? Well, listen, because apparently a lot. Oh, my God. Maybe. Or it was just, like, a really shitty zombie-looking body, yeah. and everyone's like, this is fine. That's terrifying. <laughs> but I don't know if she asked to be embalmed or anything. Probably not. She probably didn't ask for any of this shit, and her husband was just, like, a yeah. weird Nazi-supporter fascist <laughs> who did all this I'm shit. I'm gonna distract you by doing this with my wife. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but, yeah, they weren't able to finish the monument in the end because her husband was overthrown by a military coup, and he had to flee the country without securing a place for her body. Oh. So, following this, her body was... I feel like I'm saying her body a lot, but whatever. That's okay. Eva's body was taken off display, and it was missing for 16 years. Uh, as bodies where? do. In 1971, the military finally revealed that her body had been buried in a Milan crimp... Crimped? <laughs> crypt. <laughs> under a different name. That same year, her husband had her corpse exhumed and flown to Spain, where he was living with his third wife. She was his first wife, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, they as a happy married couple decided to keep the corpse in their dining room near the table. What? On display. What? This poor woman. She died and she was just fucking... Like 16 years later? Oh my god. Just Wait, give her a break. How well does this uh, embalming actually, process work? This is 18 a, years later. This is insane. <laughs> it's it's brutal. Also imagine how uncomfortable that new wife must have felt to just have the just fucking, fucking have former the wife, wife there. just dead in the room. He probably suggested it in the bedroom and she's like, we'll oh, have the dining room. No. We'll negotiate. <laughs> imagine. Juan Peron soon came out of exile after just a couple more years. I said, I said two very timed things. Good talk. And he became what? president again. <laughs> Hell yeah. It's fine. He chose his wife Isabel to be vice president. He died in 1974 while still in office, and fun fact, his wife became the first female president in the Western Hemisphere when she succeeded him or whatever. Is that the third wife you're talking about? Yes. Oh, cool. Third wife, Isabel. After this, Isabel was like, fuck (laughs) you guys, and she sent Eva's body back to Argentina where it was buried. (laughs) As soon as he died, she was like, all right, I'm burying your wife now. She was like, I do not want this body just sitting here staring at me while I eat my dinner. So finally got buried 22 years after she had died, and it got buried at the... Recolecta Cemetery. Sorry, I had to clear my throat there. (laughs) That was all Michelle speaking. Oh, second fun fact. After doing this, she put her husband's body on display. She buried, she buried one and put the other one on display yes. for a couple years. Really? Yeah. Is that a thing you do? 
Yeah, I know some people do it, but it's just, I think it's weird. I've heard of it, but I've never heard of it for 22 years. That is crazy. Yeah, no. She was like, I can only have one. (laughs) Only one body per dining room. (laughs) So the government went to extreme measures to make sure that her tomb was secure because they were afraid of, like, looters or whatever. And the floor of the tomb has a trapdoor that leads to a compartment with two coffins. And under that compartment is a second trapdoor and a second compartment containing her actual coffin and corpse. Oh, they <laughs> really put her deep in there. Yeah, they went all that. It reminds me of like Egyptian burials, how they'll have like the whole doors. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, some people claim that her tomb is so secure that it would withstand a nuclear attack. Oh, the, fun- the funeral. Right. The cemetery is 14 acres, by the way. How many, no, how how many square feet is that? A lot. God damn it. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I looked it up, but then I looked up how many miles that's worth, and it was, it was like 0.02, and I was like, there's no way this is only 0.02. I fucking looked at the pictures. No. So I don't know. I didn't believe it. But yeah, another young woman who is buried in the cemetery is Rufina Cambas. Oh, that's the one that neither of us could pronounce, huh? Cambaceres. 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 Rufina, that's actually my great-grandmother's <laughs> name. That's what? Your great grandma's name? I think so. Oh, shit. Rufina. That's your... Oh, wait. No, I was like, this isn't your grandma because... Is this your grandma? No. <laughs> it's 1902. 1902. I don't think it's your great grandma. You said great grandma. Yeah, it is like great grandma. But 1902 was that's like... not her last that name. That was a long time ago, though. Could be. So, yeah. Um, in 1902, Rufina... Rufina? Rufina. Okay. Rufina suddenly died at the age of 19. Three doctors examined her. I don't know why three specifically <laughs> but they all found no signs of life and were like yeah no she did so she was placed inside a coffin and put in a mausoleum in la recoleta soon after <laughs> a few days after her being entombed workers were walking around the cemetery just cleaning up and shit and noticed that her tomb looked out of place like it had moved hmm. afraid that she had been the victim of grave robbing they called her family and opened up the coffin. Leah, are you reading ahead? Sorry. <laughs> they opened up... Oh, you motherfuckers. I was, I already, this is going to be my big moment. I already read the story <laughs> They before. both already read this. No, I'm saying I've heard the story before. But I think Brandy read ahead too. <laughs> get there, get there. Anyway, they opened the coffin and discovered Rafina's body was covered in fresh blood and bruises. Bruh. The inside of the coffin is also covered in scratch marks. <gasps> no. It was concluded that she had a rare medical condition and was actually in a coma when doctors presumed her dead oh my god so she must have woken up her own coffin and struggled to get out before she actually died of a heart attack that her panic caused isn't that called like sleeping beauty syndrome there's something like that i don't know i think she was just like or you're i don't think it's the same thing but okay also it's 1902 i don't know they probably were just like looked down and were like yeah she did because well, I know some people when they sleep, like their heart rate like slows down so bad. Where you that can't it, feel their yeah. pulse. Ooh. That's crazy. Gross. Poor girl. Oh man, that's that's like worse than being stuck in the catacombs, to be honest. That's worse. They're equally bad. Yeah. I say the being stuck she... in a coffin's worse. At least you can move around well, in the catacombs. If, if you're claustrophobic. I... But I feel like it'd be scary in the cat scarier in the catacombs. Uh, but I guess it'd be the you don't like, know what's there. Depends it's just on darkness. It depends, depends on what you're scared, scared of. of. Yeah. yeah true. Being by yourself or the fear that someone else is there too. Mm. Ooh. Oh, that was a dramatic statement for me. <laughs> um she is known as the girl who died twice. Aww. Which is a really sad nickname. And it said that she haunts the cemetery. And that's all that said because I couldn't find any fucking stories about it. Lit. 
she haunts it. That's all but, we know. Uh, that's just a sad real life story. That's depressing. So David Eleno, Eleno. Yep, that's the name. He it's David. <laughs> David Eleno. David Eleno. 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 Well, because usually double L is like a Y, like my name. Yeah. I always think Llama Yama. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. Eleno. Okay. But anyway, David. David Eleno. Eleno. Yep, this guy. This motherfucker, he worked at the cemetery for 30 years and dreamed about being buried there. <laughs> As so, you do. So weird. As you do. That's me working at our job whose name I almost said. I'm like, God, I can't wait to be buried here someday. <laughs> <laughs> he saved up and purchased a grave lot and even commissioned an artist from Italy to sculpt a statue in his likeness. Once it was all finished, he went home and killed himself. Oh, <laughs> Are you serious? Yes. Wow. Because he just could not wait until he was buried in this fantastic grave of wow. his. And people claim to hear the sound of his keys jingling while walking up and down the alley of graves. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah. It's, he's, who's that excited about your he went tomb. Your grave. He went and got a sculpture of himself and then he went home and killed himself so he could be buried. Yeah. He was like, this shit looks good. All right, let's get <laughs> it done <laughs> with already. Let's do it. Let's do it. Uh, obviously the cemetery has its own woman in white because Always every do. good story does. So that's why I know that your guys's were really bad stories because they didn't. I forgot to mention mine <laughs> had a woman in white. In the catac- that would I was going to make a joke, but I that actually is lady. so scary. <laughs> Maybe there is a woman in white in the catacombs, but anytime you see her, you'll never be seen again. So no, <sighs> nobody could ever report on it. Dun, 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 dun. So according to legend, Burn one night... Bear. God damn it, Brandy. I didn't even see it coming. Drop the facts. I'm sorry. Leah, you did that noise. Bam, bam. Why? <laughs> you must be joking. Okay. You're trying. Delete. Delete. According to legend, I wonder if you could hear Robert crinkling in the background. I don't think so. Hi. <laughs> I don't think, I don't so. think so. I think so. Maybe. We'll see. You can hear it. If we can hear it, then I will keep this in. And I hope we can hear his little voice. Can you hear me crinkling? The legend of the woman in white. So according to legend, legend twice, cool. One night, a young man met a girl dressed in white on a corner where the cemetery is, and he took her on a date. During the date, she got cold, and he offered her his jacket. What a gentleman. She accidentally spilled some of her drink on it. He was like, whatever, no big deal. Just keep the jacket for tonight, and I'll come get tomorrow and get the stain out. And he walked her home, planning to go back the next day. So the next morning, he goes back to her house and is greeted by the girl's mom. And he's like, yo, I just hung out with your daughter last night. We had a good time. Is she home? She has my jacket. And the mom's like, what the fuck are you talking about? My daughter's been dead for years. (gasps) He was obviously like, okay, no way this is possible. So he went to the cemetery to look for himself and found a crypt with her name on it. And draped over it was his stained jacket from the night before. This, this is also the part of, I mean, I'm skeptical about all this story, but I'm more skeptical about this part because it said that it freaks him out so badly that it made him go insane and kill himself. Isn't that the curse of it, though, where it's happened multiple times where several men have, like, seen her and they went on a date with her and they all fall so in love with her that they start to go crazy and other guys killed themselves, too? Or I ended up in a mental hospital? About that, actually. I mean, it could be, on like, the like, I look at. like, kind of similar I, to mermaid stories. 
How they like just kind of poke you. Yeah. Yeah. What they're singing and they're like, die. Yeah. <laughs> I listened to one podcast about the cemetery and that's what they said in it, but I don't know how like true their podcast was. And I think our ooh, podcast I mean, is way realer. So much realer. <laughs> but there is a second story though. So it's assumed that this lady in white was Luz Maria Garcia Veloso. Nice. Close. Okay. Brandy, would you like to? Luz Maria Garcia Veloso. It's those R's, man. Mm-hmm. I act like that's my even, only problem. I can't even roll my R's. I so can't. I'm just like. No. Everybody clowns me. Like, <laughs> um, I can't. Like, okay. car? I can't pronounce car in Spanish. Do it. Carro? It's sounded better than me. Sounded good to me. If people make fun of you, you have to, like, play a recording of me saying these mm-hmm. people's names. Like, right. It could be worse. Yeah, but you're white. <laughs> True. <laughs> so this girl was only 15 years old when she died from leukemia in 1925. Aww. There's another version of this white woman. <laughs> white woman. <laughs> <laughs> Michelle is she like what? looking in a mirror <laughs> can't relate <sighs> there's another version of this woman in white story where several young men claim to have gone on dates with a beautiful blonde woman dressed in all white on the same street corner after being together all night the men would bid her goodwill and watch as she walked back to the cemetery and disappeared from sight making them realize she had been a ghost the entire time oh Ghost and death aside, this cemetery is actually dope as fuck, and I would definitely go to if I was in Argentina. Would you die in it? Mm, I want to be cremated. Would you die in it, though? Yes. Alright. <laughs> Let me show you guys a picture of it. Show us. It's literally just, like, a little town. Why did I click maps? <laughs> we're, we're driving there right now, you guys. Look under your chair. There's a ticket to Argentina. <laughs> hey, that's are cheap right That's what Michelle's there. using the stimulus check for. Yep. This is also a really dope picture. That's the entire cemetery. What? It looks oh, like wow. a little town. I know. Yeah, They're... it's kind of like a... Wow, that's Coco. so pretty. Yeah. I heard like, it's cemeteries like... in, in uh, Latin America are like that. Oh, that's yeah. dope. I heard New Orleans, too. Everyone was comparing it to New Orleans whenever I was reading about it. That's so pretty. Dude, and... cemeteries in like, Latin America and like, Mexico and stuff. They go off. So, so, yeah, they're <laughs> they go freaking off. awesome. They have like fucking huge-ass... Wow. You know, know in Paris, there's like, make a bone cave. <laughs> <laughs> Mausoleum? Uh, this was... Crypt? This was that one girl, Rafina. This oh. is her... Uh, she was the one that's buried alive, right? Uh, yeah. I feel like this was my story. Sure, the yeah. sculpture of her is really pretty. It is really pretty. Yeah, it's really fucking cool. If you go to Argentina, check it out. I think the tour is like... I'm pretty sure you can actually just go for free. Now, and is, then, now is the time to get your flights, guys. Everything's really cheap. Except for you can't legally fly there. <laughs> There's travel Just restrictions. Book it, book it for next okay. year. Book it for next Might year. Be. Maybe. All right. Maybe. Okay. Brandy has to go eat. So, <laughs> uh, if you want to follow us on Instagram, it's Tales from the Beyond Podcast. Our Twitter is Spooky underscore Beyond. You can email us any questions, suggestions, complaints at Tales from Beyond Podcast at gmail Stay safe. Wash your hands, cover your mouth, don't Sanitize. Stay at home. Um, yeah, stay, stay at home. home if you can. As everyone is at my place right now. <laughs> I'm going to wipe everything as down as soon as you guys working. leave. I got my Clorox I'm gonna, ready. I'm going to take a bath and hand sanitizer after this. So. That's okay. a waste. Whatever. I reuse. All right. <laughs> That's gross. Bye. 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 Adios.